These are Bora Voices. Welcome to the Bora Pridecast, the official Bora High School podcast and, as far as we know, the only podcast in the Boise School District. Of course, there may be some schools later on who think, that's a great idea. We're doing it. I'm your host, uh, Chuck McHenry. Mr. McHenry is my students. Really, my students just call me McHenry. Uh, we have a rotating group of hosts uh, made up of teachers and students. And so why don't we just kind of go around the room here and introduce yourselves and the job that you have. I'm Pat Rose, reporter at large, but not in charge, I like to say. I throw in a lot of enthusiasm for the project and hopefully inspire everybody else to help move this wonderful idea forward. I'm Jen Boyd, your librarian, and I gathered some equipment, some hardware, software, put together a recording space that we are sitting in now in the library. And I have put our little traveling portable mic in front of lots of students, um, whether they were ready to talk yet or not, but we got to get these stories together. I'm Laura Johnston. I also work in the library. I'm here mostly for moral support. Sometimes I Google things for the older members of our host party. And I'm Rod Ray, and I am going to be contributing some technical knowledge because I have experience in the recording business, and I will be cutting this piece together. Hi, my name's Brooke Curley, and I'm the student host of the Bora Pridecast. These are Bora Voices. My name's Brooke Curley, and I'm a senior here at Bora High School. I work for the newspaper staff. And I met this girl named Lise Arakaza who came from Uganda and I thought her refugee story was super interesting. So I interviewed her and have it in this next bit. What was the process of getting here for you? It's uh it takes a long pro it's a like it's a long process. So if refugees comes here it's it's a miracle. It's a miracle of somebody like especially if they come here with with whole with a whole family because some of them they left they you know, they just stay in there because it's it's just complicated process that we pass through and so coming here we waited for five years. We're in the progress of coming in in America. So it took five years? Five years. So it just it's just a miracle when you just hear your name or your family that is it's like you're going on this day to America, like you're fine. So yeah. It's just that uh, you have to do a lot of interviews, a lot of things, you know, because you have to be accepted in the country for them to pick your name. So, yeah, so if you see refugees coming here, it's not like, oh, they, you know, they just go through some papers and come here. No, it's like, take a long. There's even people who've been in, like, in a camp for 20 years and they're still waiting to come. Like twelve years. I mean, I'm like when people when I tell people I've been just in you. I've been like in Uganda for five years. They're like, oh, you're lucky because some of them like I have friends who've been like in in camp and uh, for twelve, ten that haven't even got here. And so it's just. So you just got you and your family got lucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like yeah, like lucky when you. It's it just it's amazing when you just hear that you're coming in America. It's it's like a miracle. Like yeah, it's not everybody who gets to come here. Oh, yeah. 
What was your first fear of coming here? The thing is, when you when you just say, when you just hear the word America, you just get excited. You're like, I just want to see everything, you know. So my fear, I think, talking to people. What was the thing you were looking forward to most? When you are in Africa, you hear America is great. I mean, you you know. So when you hear that, you want you want to live in that in like you know where like you experience everything like i was excited just to be here and just knowing that lisa live in america lisa is like is in america so i didn't know even what idaho is i just knew that i'm in america like that's all so how do you end up in idaho not everybody choose their own country like where like where you want to go so they, for us, they just chose. My dad went to see, because when you're about to come here, there's a paper that is, uh, uh, there's this agency that we, we, we used to go to to do interviews and stuff. So when your name is on the paper that is outside, there are people that are going to America. So um, so my dad just found our name, our names there, and there was a weird name called Idaho Boise. We're like, okay, Idaho Boise. Mm. But it only said we're going to USA, and so yeah. that's all that matters. Yeah, that's all that matters because just because, like I told you, just if you just see your name there on the paper, it's just what oh, like that's when you're like, thank God, thank God that I'm like I'm gonna leave this country. Yeah, and and go to America. Oh, because uh, some people go to Canada and. When you just see a name, that's when you get excited. You don't care where they put you. So, what's your status now? Like, where do you, do you does all your family go through Bora, and what kind of house are you guys living in? Yeah, um, yeah. So, um, so we've been here for almost six years, and my brother, my brother and my sister, they they came here. My brother studied as a sophomore here. My sister as a freshman, and they all graduated. My, my brother goes to BSU, and my sister goes to CSI, uh, to CW, I mean. And my dad just, recently we just bought a house on Maple Grove. And yeah, and so everything is good. Um, my mom does daycare. So she, like, the transformation we've been going through. Like, so, and I'm excited, I'm a senior, so. So, how do you think this transformation has changed you as a person? Oh, uh, well, I've, so I've seen like everything. If you tell me describe bad life, I'll describe it. If you describe, if you tell me to, to if you ask me, have I been something that is horrible, I'll tell you yes. So I pass in things that a child that wouldn't like to pass through. So I know that if you believe in yourself and not, and not let, let the life you live in like change you, I think you 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 come you become somebody. You become you inspire people, or you go far. You go like you go beyond what you you think that you are for today. So I've seen like I've so for now that I've uh, been here, I've, I helped a lot of kids uh, that are new in this country, and uh, oh my God, I don't wanna get emotional. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. No, okay. And I've seen a lot of refugees like they're so insecure, like 
like they put themselves down oh I can't do that and that you know because they you know they see all these new things in their life and they're scared of you know trying so and but so they then like you know I'm gonna stay here where I am and that is not good these are Bora voices so hi, my name is Julianne Daw. I ask people weird questions every day just to get an idea of people's opinions here at Bora. Alright, so hey Miss Boyd, I have the question of the day. You ready for it? What's your question today? Alright, so if you were in a zombie apocalypse, what weapon would you choose to defend yourself? I'm going to get the heck out of there, so I want a superpower. I'm going to be able to fly, and I will just leave the situation. All right. There you go. That's a definitely a different answer. I've got a few people who gave me superhero-like answers, like being Wolverine, but like if you read the comic books, that's not the smartest option. I would be at fault for not reading the comics, you're right. Um, so... How did you come up with that question? And how do you come up with your other questions every day? So most of my questions are just like, I'll talk to somebody and somebody gives me an idea. Like I did Funniest Teacher once and Mr. McHenry the day before told me that he was going to win that one. So like a lot of them are proving people wrong, which Mr. McHenry won in that one. Um, Some of them, uh, when I'm completely brain dead, I look up on the internet, which is kind of saddening. But a good percent of them, I just in the morning have this crazy thought in the morning that I was like, I wonder what people would say about like this subject. And so I asked that question. What are a couple of your favorites? So my favorites, well, obviously the funniest teacher because Mr. McHenry told me he was going to win. I've actually really enjoyed this one. I did a uh, coolest hallway for teachers. That one was a lot of fun because all the teachers said a hallway and they all gave me like a specific teacher in a hallway. And it was the same teacher each time, the which was hilarious. Teachers answered a hall. The teachers what answered did the students answer? D hallway with uh, the math and the... Art. art. Okay. Which is surprising. Um, I've done Would You Live on Mars, which was a lot of fun. I did Would Do You Believe in Ghosts? That was a lot of fun to just see people responding because, like, you, teachers, you definitely think, like, oh, yeah, they believe in ghosts. They were definitely no, while others were like, of course. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and where, so this plethora of information and people's opinions and tastes, where does this, all of this go? What do you do with it? So I've actually been doing this since, like, in elementary school. And beforehand, all this information would just be sitting in this lovely box in my room. But lately, I actually got the idea from Mr. McHenry of uh, starting a blog. So I take all the information and I do a whole bunch of fun mathy stuff that I probably shouldn't bore you with. But eventually I make graphs and I take those graphs and I post them on my blog, which I just barely started with a whole bunch of my uh, elementary surveys and I've done a few of my more recent surveys on there so far. But I have a lot more work to put onto that blog and I'm hoping to get it like really pumped and started. Cool. These are Bora Voices. Can you say it? <laughs> You're all good. <laughs> the bridge reading program happens every Friday in the library. And what happens? What do we see? Who comes in? We have our, we call them new Americans. So people who are just um, here the first two years that they come to Boise, they get intensive language learning. And we try to get them into the library by having um, some reading time with them. We read together as a group and then we break them apart and get as many volunteer reading coaches as we can find. Uh, 
uh, to read one-on-one with the kids to help them with vocabulary and pronunciation and just um, explaining cultural idioms is a really big part of it, actually. Um, So it's in conjunction with Miss Lister, who is kind of a communications teacher for them. She does reading, writing, listening, everything. And so um, hopefully we are getting them to use all of our resources, our people. We've had um, sophomore classes come help them, student council. We've had library aides who look forward to doing it once a week. We have uh, uh, neighbors and community members and retired people who want to volunteer. Generally, do it once, and they come back because it's been really fun. To uh, we do a short program, and then the reading side by side is yeah, working on pronunciation and um, drawing pictures of what the vocab might be, <laughs> or looking at pictures on your phone to show them what a pigeon is, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> but it's my favorite day of the week. Every every week, I look forward to Friday. It's really positive, and then they check a book out every time and bring that back the next week, and hopefully that's also paving the way to, you know, using library services in the future and sharing literacy with their family. So they went off a jump, and they're up in the sky. Does that look like fun to you? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. More than the water? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. These are Bora Voices. This is Krishna, and I was born in Nepal, and I will be singing two songs. This is Miss Boyd, and I want to tell you about our monthly program called First Friday. And you guessed it, it is the first Friday of every month at lunch in the library. Everyone is welcome. We always try and promote it on the video announcements and uh, with flyers and through uh, some teacher emails. So it highlights everything awesome about Bora. So usually once a year, we invite the squids in to play some live music. Some jazz in the library is really fun at lunchtime. Um, We have had different groups do dancing. We have the senior art show uh, every year for sure to see awesome uh, ceramics, paintings, drawings, amazing work. Poetry Out Loud is one we do every year. And then sometimes teachers or groups will come to me and want to highlight or share. They have a message they want to get out. Um, We've had speakers before. We've had the Chickadees Robotics team driving their robot around in here. It's kind of just a great way for our borough community to get together and enjoy our talents. is particularly committed to student voices and the following essay submitted and read by senior Anna McLean Sims does everything right. It's compelling, funny, and its message is important. People in Boise, Idaho tend to be three things, white, middle class, and religious. At a glance, I seem to fit neatly into those categories, except that I'm also gay. Thanks to my femininity, I was able to avoid large-scale bullying by flying under the gaydar, but only by sacrificing my real self. 
After struggling through this during junior high and losing several friends in the process, it came time to choose high schools. Having open enrolled to an elite junior high, I could have easily continued on to one of the elite high schools. Instead, I chose my neighborhood high school, the one whose junior highs and elementary schools I'd never attended, whose students I had never met. I decided to start fresh at Bora High, the ghetto school. I wanted out of my box. I had spent elementary school and junior high in schools full of white or Asian middle-class suburban kids like me, and I knew those elite high schools would be more of the same painful conformity. Those schools could give me the kind of environment I'd grown used to, but I didn't want that. I wanted a place where I could be understood, or at least tolerated. I wanted to reach out for acceptance from others who didn't fit the mold. At Bora, you can't go a day without hearing at least three languages and two accents. I share the halls with people of all races, including many refugees. I paint beside girls who have lived out of their cars or who work hours after school to support their drunk family members. I've made friends with people whose parents have died or divorced or left them at the mercy of the foster care system. I've even found people who are gay like me, who taught me to liberate my identity. Some of these people are happy with their lives, and others aren't. But beneath the shells of our separate experiences, we're connected by the same universal feelings. We're all afraid of something, be it society, our families, or our elusive future lives. We all love someone dearly, be it a parent, a best friend, or a pet. We all cry in bed in the middle of the night. We all jump for joy. My choice to go to Bora was a self-centered one. I knew that Bora was diverse, but I didn't go there to gain a newfound respect for those who live with poverty and abuse. I didn't go there to become intimately aware of the connections we all share by virtue of being human. I just thought that in a school full of weird people, someone weird like me could be accepted. Bora taught me that understanding is a two-way street. If I want someone to know the real me, I have to be willing to look inside them, too, and see things I might not want to see. But once I peel back those layers of experience, I finally understand that this person in front of me is not a demographic or a statistic. He is not a skin color or a foreign nation. He is a child like me, a child who was reaching back for my hand all along as we continued to look right past each other. All of humanity is like a lake. Different places on the surface, different lives, are disturbed by different stones. But if you're willing to dip your hand into that lake, you'll find that the very same water lies beneath all of those surface ripples. And if you're willing to go for a swim, you just might find someone reaching out to you below the surface. I want to learn how to swim. That was Anna McLean Sims, who will be attending Yale University in the fall. Here at the Pridecast, we're always looking for student essays or student work of really any kind. So if you're a current Bora student and have an essay or some other talent that you would like to share with the world, simply record yourself reading it, attach the audio, send it along with your name and grade level to BoraPridecast at gmail.com or feel free to come into the library. Not during class if you don't have to, but break or lunch or before school and talk to either Miss Boyd or Miss Johnston about uh, having yourself recorded or bringing down a thumb drive. But uh, we want to hear from you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the first Bora podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. 
We plan to have many more next year, so we hope to have you come back to our site and download some more.